Betfred has come all the way from England to the great state of Iowa with over 50 years of sports betting experience. Fred is known in the UK for three things, customer service, bonuses, and delivering the best overall experience to players. Need more? Download the Betfred Sports app today and receive up to $250 in free bets when signing up. No emperors, no movie stars, just a sports book you can trust. Download today. Proud partner of the Iowa Wild and Iowa Cubs. Must be 21 plus. Wagers only accepted in Iowa. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-BETS-OFF. You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network. Your home for hockey talk covering every team in the NHL. New episodes every Monday. Download at thehockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from. This is the Grit and Barrett podcast, a podcast devoted to the 11-time Carter Cup champion, the Hershey Bears. We talk Hershey Bears, the American Hockey League, and all the hockey news that matters to me. This is high energy, unfiltered, and at times unfocused hockey talk from a hack. And now, on with the show. Hello and welcome to the Grit and Barrett podcast, everyone. My name is Richard Blosser, welcoming you to another edition of this podcast. And this hockey season is flying right along. It is a Monday, March 14th. And where does the time go? Where does it go? But congratulations, everyone. You are now officially time travelers. That's right. While all of you slept on Sunday night, we all jumped ahead an hour. So congratulations, you were all time travelers for a very small part of your life. But anyway, that's not what we're here to talk about. We are here to talk about Hershey Bears hockey, everyone. And, uh, you know, thank you to everyone who listened to last week's episode where it got over 200 downloads. Lots of people listened. And um, you know that uh, Michael Jordan meme that's out there from the last dance two years ago? Two years ago. God. Anyway, from that where he said, well, I took that personally. <laughs> I think some of the Bears might have heard what I said because, oh boy, what we had this week. So let's go back, everyone. Let's go way back to last Tuesday. Tuesday? Tuesday. There was a home game against the Lehigh Valley Phantoms. I think we are finally done with makeup and move arounds. We are done. I think we are absolutely done. As we took on the Lehigh Valley Phantoms, uh, losers of five in a row, looking to end that against the Bears. The Bears have not had much success against the Orange and Black this season, whether it's at Giant Center or at the PPL Center. And get used to these these uh, phantoms because we're going to see them seven more times down the stretch. Lovely. So on Tuesday, I actually made it to the game because me and my beloved were doing um, apartment hunting to, to uh, phenomenal and un- unexpected results. But that's another show, my friends. That is another show altogether. Um, we, and we needed a win Badly. I don't know which team needed it more, whether it was the Bears or the Phantoms, because quite honestly, neither team was playing really good right now, especially after the thrashing that I gave last week. So as we go to the Giant Center on a Tuesday night, it was Herco night. Lovely. 
There were some Phantoms faithful that made the trek down 78, but Tuesday night games are very, very, very hard sell at any level of the hockey world. Wednesday night you can get away with because, hey, it's Wednesday. It's hump day. Yeah. But it's also, it's a midweek treat to go to a hockey game. It, it's Wednesday nights are fun. Friday nights, we'd love more Friday night home games. Please, Herco, make this happen. But this Tuesday was a Herco night, which means we're giving away free tickets to all of our employees. Please come to our games. Hershey Bears, please come to our games. Uh, I'm ripping off urinating tree. Yes, I am. Anyway, so lots of people came. And this, my friends, drove me up a wall because, you know, this type of night produced the type of fan that gets under my skin. Fans who know just enough to be dangerous, to steal a quote from Steve Zabin, who know just enough to be dangerous. It's not they don't know anything about hockey. They do know hockey, but they don't know the intricates, the ins and outs. I mean, it, it, they know just enough. They know what offsides are. They know what a hit is. They know the basics and a little bit more. But they think they like hockey because ESPN tells them to or Twitter tells them to. They, uh, You listen to some of these people talk and you're like, are you listening to yourself right now? Because I could hear behind me all night, offsides, how's that an offsides? It's clearly the, the, the skate was ahead of the puck. Dude, no, it wasn't. He had clear possession of the puck. Oh, that ref, he's not. That that ref has it in for the Phantoms. That ref doesn't know how to call the game. I mean, look at that. It's offsides. It's not offsides. It skated in right right away. Oh, oh, do a line change. Oh, the coach, he should have done a line change there. I don't understand. Why Why is number 27 out there? He's done nothing all year. Why is number three out there? Dude, number three's not doing anything. Dude, dude, we don't have a number three. Number three's retired. That's Frank Mathers. Don't you dare speak ill of him. We don't have a number three. You know, you know a good Hershey bear? Chris Bork, he knew how to wear a Hershey uniform correctly. We need a guy like Chris Bork on our team. Motherfucker, you. You know I never liked that Ryan Bork guy. Okay, that's it. That's it. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm getting worked up. But you know what I mean? It's these stupid, incorrect, junk food takes that I kept hearing all night. And it wasn't just me. It wasn't just me. We had a couple Phantom fans come out, including a fan that had a really nice racing Mike Vecchione jersey who just kept getting hassled all night long. Really? Really? We're going to hassle opposing fans on a weeknight game? Ugh. Ugh. Anyway. Anyway, I'm getting ahead of myself. So, out come the boys wearing their cream thirds. Mmm. Chef's kiss all around. And they skate out, everybody's out, and I'm checking social media. We, we're going to have a few guys back in the lineup. I can't tell anyone. Dude, you just said it on Twitter. Stop. All right. All right I can. Hey, it's Bobby out there. That's nice. Number 17. Number 17. 17. It's Michael. Michael's back in the lineup. Oh, boy. Oh, misses. Oh, boy. Yes. Yes. All right. And Jared runs down the scratches of the night. And our healthy scratch list goes from nine to four. 
Yes, 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 yes. Okay, okay. Mike's going to be back in the lineup. Bobby's going to be, Bobby's been back in it. So, all right, Phantom Seems is down. Let's get on him. Uh, Zach Fucali's in that. Okay, all right, fine, 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 fine. Fine, he's he's back from Washington. I hear he's a good locker room guy. I'm going to shut up about him because he's been doing well as of recently. His last game was a shutout against Utica. So, okay, I let's just go at it. In the first period we go. All right, let's let's get on these guys. Let's get on it's still more of the same with these guys getting in the zone, passes not being finished. We're getting on Sandstrom a bit. Yeah, that's right. It's Felix Sandstrom in net. And uh, there's no backup goalie for the Phantoms. Excuse you? Oh, no. There's got to be a guy down there. Let me look. Oh, there isn't. Why isn't there a backup goalie? Anyway, keep playing. And uh, nothing much really happened in the first. Unfortunately, the two teams tried to dictate the pace on each other, but it was too Bad teams going after each other. Is that Morgan Frost down there? No. All right. No, he's with Philly. All right. Is that Isaac Ratcliffe? Yeah, it's Isaac Ratcliffe. And it's just amazing what the Phantoms this year is that, you know, what they have, you know, compared to what they had four or five years ago, you can't take prospect windows for granted. I mean, it's amazing how, how good this team was about four or five years ago and just where it's going now. And I know Phantoms fans can, there are some, amount, some of them out there who are like, well, at least the Flyers will start calling guys up. Yeah, they will. But you don't have that much down on the farm either. But anyway, I'm getting ahead of myself for another time. So end of the first, nothing, nothing. Still more of the same. And we skate back out there on the second. The boys do start pressing a little bit more, start getting shots in. And I notice we're battling in front of the net more. Scarbosa's presence is doing that. It's opening up the middle lanes for guys like Gersich to jump on rebounds and guys like Peline to get in there. This is what's been missing. Sustained pressure. Are we still doing uh, defensive shots? Yeah, they're still missing, but it's not like, okay, shoot from the point. Lol, nothing happens. Back on defense we go. Do, 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 do. And we get we get the puck in deep back up top to Mickelrath. Wines, fires, tips, scores! Big back Malenstein gets a deflection in front that beats Sandstrom, and it's one nothing Hershey. Yes! All right. And, ooh, Lehigh's got their goaltender. Who is it? It's a... It's a... Utsukiemo. Utsumieno. He's wearing... Wearing 42? Uh, okay. He's wearing 45. Does he usually wear 72? Well, it turns out he was a very late addition, so much so he had to drive from Reading himself to the arena and you know what happens when you get to the arena late the uh, the equipment coach says hey here's a jersey for you but i usually wear 72 yeah make sure you get to the arena on dime next time here's a jersey go to the bench right so okay one nothing at the end of two against the phantoms this is fine this is okay but it's still it's 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 missing a little something extra I mean, sure, the boys are the, the boys are playing good. They really are. And but let's not we forget. The Phantoms are still kind of bad. And the Bears have been in a slump themselves. So which of these teams are gonna break out of the funks that they are in? But we get into the second and the Bears get a power play going. 
and nothing comes of it, but it was a good cycle, a few good shots, but nothing. Power play's winding down. I'm hearing the from Frucali down the line. And in the corner, out comes Brett Leeson off a puck battle. Comes in, Deeks backhand, scores! Yes, Leeson! Big beefy boy! Big boy showing hands! Big beefy boy! Go on, son! Go on! 2-0 Hershey beats Sandstrom. And you know what that was? That was a battle your way in the front of the net. Sort of dirty goal, but it was getting the puck the, into the goalie's space, per se. And that's what's been missing. Dirty, grimy, greasy play. No pretty goals. No snipe shots. Get in there and hardworking. This is the team I've been waiting for for over a month. Later on in the period, boys are battling. Back out to the point. Lucas winds, fires, blocked. Scarbosa secondary. Gersich with another shot. Sandstrom has it. And it trickles into the net. It got it. It got in. Oh, my goodness. What a what a play. Battling in front. Getting the puck just by Sandstrom. Yes. 3-0 Hershey. We broke the two-goal barrier on our own. Huzzah. Yes. Oh, I miss this. I miss being happy at games. Oh, the Phantoms pull their goalie with about three minutes to go. That's adorable. The Bears do provide some good defense. No late game penalties for them. And Beck's able to clean up a puck on the at our blue line. Wrists it all the way down into the empty net. Scores! Beck with his second of the game. And say it with me, everyone. As Cousin John Walton has said, good morning, good afternoon, and good night, Phantoms. Bears win it. 4-0 in the final. Zach Fucali, 27 saves, shutout. Good on him. Ah, this, where the hell was this last weekend when I was on the road? But anyway, yeah, taken personally. Taken personally. Dirty, grimy goals. Winning 50-50 puck battles. Not letting up late in the game. It's the complete freaking opposite what I saw on the road last week. And I loved it. And I loved it. Pilon getting credit for that grimy trickle goal in front of Sandstrom to make it 3-0. Great stuff. Leeson working his way out the boards. Depth scoring. I, I don't know what else to say. This is what we've been waiting for. A type of game like this. The Cynic could say, well, it's against the Phantoms. You're supposed to beat them. They're bad. And you wouldn't be wrong. But this did everything you were lacking over the past several weeks and to finally see that come home much like what the capitals have done on their western canada trip finding the scoring touch getting defense mostly and just things turning a corner and it's so great to see that in hershey and no more injuries no more stupidity let's get back on the right track it's one game, though. It really is. And we followed it up on a Friday. A Friday night roadie. Yeah, get ready for more of these. As we go to... Uh, Bridgeport. It's almost like from... um, What is it? Fairly Odd Parents? Dinkelberg. Bridgeport. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. And we go to the Webster Bank Arena in Bridgeport. Whoa! Okay. The Bridgeport Islanders have 
have renamed their arena. <laughs> okay. Okay, what was wrong with Webster Bank Arena? That was fine. Oh, oh no, another corporation bought it out. You, in the words of Diamond Joe Quinby, you are tampering with forces you can't understand. We have major corporations sponsoring this arena. And it is now Total Mortgage Arena. Woo. Yay. Hooray. Corporate lending. Hooray. Total Mortgage Array Arena. TMA. Webster Bank Arena sounds so much better. Anyway. Anyway. Damn you, corporate branding. So we take on the Bridgeport ugh, Islanders, who had even more scoring depth taken away from them as Chris Terry got called up to Long Island for a game on uh, either Wednesday or Thursday and recently traveled back but was not able to make the lineup in time. You know, if there really was like a real AHL trade deadline, I'd give up a few assets for Chris Terry. I'm just saying... I would not mind having somebody like Chris Terry on this team. Chris Terry in a chocolate and white jersey? Why, don't mind if I do. But before we get into this, actually, I'll deal with that on another segment. I will deal with that on another segment. So the Bears take on the Bridgeport ugh, Islanders on a Friday night there at Webster Bank Arena. It is cold. Well, actually, it wasn't really cold. It was actually It's actually been really nice for the majority of the week, with the exception of a of a late-season weekend storm that bellowed through the mid-state and brought a whole lot of cold air along with it. It's winter's one last gasp. It's kind of like when you get that uh, random 79 and humid weekend in October, and it feels really nice, and you got to break out the shorts for one more weekend before you finally put them away. I think this was winter's one last gasp. When you get that... When, when the weather finally does start turning and it starts getting nice, we're getting into the 50s and the upper 50s. But then you get that one last blast to let you know you're technically not out of the woods yet. That's pretty much what this was. This was. Anyway, back to the action. And the Bears and the... And we're ready to go at it at Bridgeport on a Friday. Ugh. And the Bears early on are able to get one. They are taking on Corey Schneider. Corey Schneider? That Corey Schneider? You might remember him from such teams as the 2008-2009 Manitoba Moose. You know, not the current blue moose that we have, but for all of you Bears fans, the black, green, and tan moose. Those ones? Yep. The the cartoon Mighty Moose of the 2000s. That's where Corey Schneider was from. You also might remember him from such teams as the Vancouver Canucks and the New Jersey Devils, but he's down in Bridgeport. Good on him. Oh, and the the Binghamton Devils. Uh, Binghamton, here, I will drink to them. You always pour one out for the old AHL homies. Anyway, anyway, five minutes into, into the first. Corey's looking good. Copley's at the other end. It's going to be one of those nights. As Lucas gets one out to the point on the far boards. Rister, long Rister, scores! Beach Snyder! Wow! A seeing-eye puck that gets through bodies and screens and goaltending pads. Lucas, welcome back, buddy boy. You're on the board, and it's one nothing Hershey in Bridgeport. I would say it's shut... It shut Bridgeport up, but <laughs> it's Bridgeport. But later on in the in the second, Jeffrey Kubiak 
Yes, Kubiak. Wait, Larry Kubiak from Parker Lewis Can't Lose? For anyone out there that gets that reference, I love you. I absolutely love you. But Kubiak cleans up a rebound in front of Copley and scores. And we get the... It's an Islanders horn. Um, But secretly, I've kind of liked Bridgeport's horn. Because, yeah, it is the horn. But you get the whole... Woo! Dun 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 Islanders goal! It used to be Sound Tigers! I missed that. But anyway. Anyway. Bridgeport scores. Thanks to Kubiak. And we are tied at one. Back to the faceoff we go. And the Bears win the faceoff. And Beck put... Gets forward. Gets by everyone. He's into the zone. Tries to cross it off in front and bounces in. Off a sound tiger and into the net. It's a Nashville goal in Bridgeport. And the Bears are back on the board. Beck Malenstein. When you're hot, you're hot. Three goals in two games. Good on him. And the Bears are up 2-1 on Bridgeport. And all right. This is going to be great. Let's get some more goals. Let's get some in on Schneider and, well, let's slow the game down. Way down, to quote friends of the podcast, OS Dub. And my God, this game turns into a slog. There there are shots, but there's no power plays. There's The only whistles are for offsides and media timeouts. There is nothing going on with this game. And I'm, I'm really making it sound more interesting than what it is. There really wasn't all that much going on. I mean, I joke about how boring Bridgeport is, but come on, lads. I mean, ugh, gosh. There is nothing going on. Through two, still up 2-1. No power plays being called. Well, Bridgeport is one, but that was about it. Third period, nothing. Bridgeport still can't finish plays to save their lives. Haha, <laughs> Bridgeport. The Bears playing a dirty, gritty defensive game. They're playing Scott Allen's game. It's what they want. We're still leading. We're still leading. But with about nine minutes to go in the period, Copley gets tripped up. Puck in front. They score. And the refs wave it off. Nope, 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 nope. No goal. Because it turns out one of the Islanders tripped up Copley on this on his way past. And Copley was not able to get reset and put himself back into the play. No goal for Bridgeport. Boo all you want. Still 2-1 Hershey. So, actually the one power play that Bridgeport did get, the Bears were able to kill it off. And with about four minutes and change to go, out of the zone comes Cody, who just gets yanked by by one of the Bridgeport guys. I put my hand up in, in the jockey wagon. That's a penalty. And the ref goes, all right, Bridgeport, you go off. Points at Clark and says, you're off. Wait, what? What? They're going to get Clark for embellishment? Embellishment. Really? Oh, I'm sorry. Let me just shove a stick up your armpit and pull you back. Like like the old hook from the gong show back in the 20s and 30s. You know, like, like a guy's badly singing, Pardon me, boy. Is that the Chattanooga choo-choo? Woo, woo, yay! Yep, yeah, that's it's not a penalty. It's not. But what? It's it's we got some four on four action, and nothing comes of it. 
and the Bears are able to keep things tied down. Can I still say lockdown? I probably can. And I made this sound a lot more interesting than what it was. Good morning, good afternoon, and good night, Bridgeport. To quote John Walton, Bears win it 2-1 to the final up in Bridgeport. And dare I say, a little bit of a playoff feel to this game. And if the Bears can learn to win these kind of games, that's good. Heading into late April and early May. Remember, boys and girls, the AHL playoffs begin, allegedly, Betfred has come all the way from England to the great state of Iowa with over 50 years of sports betting experience. Fred is known in the UK for three things, customer service, bonuses, and delivering the best overall experience to players. Need more? Download the Betfred sports app today and receive up to $250 in free bets when signing up. No emperors, no movie stars, just a sports book you can trust. Download today. Proud partner of the Iowa Wild and Iowa Cubs. Must be 21 plus. Wagers only accepted in Iowa. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. April 30th, allegedly. Or is it May 4th? I don't know. Anyway, so Bears take Bears take the first two games of the weekend. Good on them. Lots of great stuff from out of the boys. And just... This is what we've needed. This is what you do to shut guys like me up. This is what you do to, in response to callers on the old barn hockey show. Hello, Brock. Hello, Frank, who let me come on the show anyway and talk to them. And I did have a bit of an exchange with Frank Schofield, the host, who was saying, it's time to unleash the dogs. Let's get out there and start fighting. To which I disagreed. And I said, all right, you want to do that? We're still losing. We're still losing. I mean, sure, fight all you want. You want to start fighting for the sake of fighting? Fine, but you still got to score goals. You know teams who do that? Again, I said it last week, losers. Or worse, Wilkes-Barre are teams that do that. This is what you do to shut hacks like me up. Win games like this. But the boys had one more to go. One more game to go. And it brought back a lovely tradition we have not seen since November. We'll be back right after a word from our sponsor. But before we continue on, Bears fans, the NHL season is humbling, humming, humbling, <laughs> humming along with dirty dangles, hat tricks, and big wins. As the action rolls on, DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the National Hockey League, has your shot to win big as well. New customers can bet just $1 on any team to get $150 in free bets if they win. That's right, a bump in the win column Gets for your team, gets free bets for you. If Sportsbook isn't available in your state, you still have a shot to light the lamp. Everyone can play for huge cash prizes with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Contest. DraftKings is giving all new customers to win a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code THPN. Bet just $1 on any NHL team, get $150 in free bets if they win. That's promo code THPN at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. 21 or older, restrictions apply. 
See show notes in the description for more details. And now, on with the show. So welcome back, everyone, to the Gritton Barrett podcast as we are going back over this weekend's action. And we go to Sunday, cruddy Sunday, another weekend without the NFL. That's right. There's completely no NFL news to talk about. Hey, is that a portal opening up? And is that Tom Brady stepping through? Nope. 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 <clears throat> We're not talking about that here. There are plenty other of football podcasts to talk about that. We're not going to talk about that here. Anyway, Sunday brought back a tradition that we are quite frankly excited to get restarted once again as we're trying to move on from this COVID madness. Brought back yet another specialty jersey nights. Yes, 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 yes. It's St. Patrick's Day jerseys. Going back many a year is one of the many holidays the Bears would celebrate with specialty jerseys. We used to do that for Halloween. Used to. We used to do that for Christmas. And on the offbeat, we do that for New Year's. But St. Patrick's Day, where the boys go gang green. And this year, the boys rolled out the specialty jerseys they were going to wear in 2020 before the Corona Nation attacked. Yeah. Yeah, um, so let me lay out these jerseys for everyone. These jerseys had a green body with the Bears logo on it with yellow gold striping around the collar um, and on the shoulders with what I thought was white numbers on the back. Okay. Oh, on the back of the jersey, they had the Calder Cup that was overflowing with gold coins. Lol. Okay. So there's a lot going on with these jerseys here. There's a lot going on here to unpack. So um, first off, I initially didn't mind these jerseys. These weren't blow me away. I need to get these jerseys shut up and take my money. I really can't do that because I have a wedding coming up. But th- th- these weren't shut up and take my money. These were... If the, if the numbers are low, I take a shot at these. I, I don't hate them. I've seen much, much worse. But then, 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 I saw them come out onto the ice on Sunday as we took on the Lehigh Valley Phantoms and... Ooh, misses. Oh, gosh. Oh, God. What did I just witness because I'll admit they wore the green socks to go with them. Fine. They're brown pants and brown helmets. And I began to realize that the numbers on the back were not white. They were off-white cream colored with a glossy finish to them. So that when, when the light hits them, they gleam just a little bit. And there was a yellow slash gold-ish outline on the jersey. Does this sound like much? Yes. Did I like them? No. These things looked horrible. Now, I know, I know. It's been two years since we've had a jersey auction. This is perhaps one of the last bridges we are crossing back into a normal-ish life. But my gosh, can we we get these right? This is a... Okay, not not counting the pandemic. This is the second year in a row we go ultra-conservative on jerseys, and they backfire and I mean really backfire so these things are 
bad. But people shelled out quite a good amount of money for them, so that's a good thing. Mm? But let's get into the game at hand as the Bears took on those no-good, dirty, rotten, filthy Lehigh Valley Phantoms coming at the end of a 3-3 three and three run for them this weekend. They took on Le Racket de Laval and got a win on them. Good for them. And then took on the visiting Hartford Wolfpack. All right. This is going to be a game where the Phantoms, they're, they're not going to beat Hartford. I mean, come on, it's Hartford. I mean, they they can roll all four lines. They've got good goaltending. Oh, my God, they're down 5-2. And Lehigh just sort of, they, they do eke out a win against Hartford, who makes it interesting. But Lehigh on a two-game winning streak, looking to sweep the weekend. That's adorable. It really is. So the Bears are wearing gang green as the Phantoms bring their bring their whites to Giant Center. Boo this team. Boo them. Or was it their black? No, no, it was their whites. Boo this team. And it's a packed house at Giant Center because it is it is um, medical night. It is uh, uh it was Penn State Med- medical center night. Um, big crowd, big turnout. So let's give them a good game. All right, Scarbosa's back. The offense is going to come come back. We beat Bridgeport. Let's take it to them, man. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be honest with everyone. Of course I'm honest with you. That's why you listen. This game was a clunker. This game was a snooze fest. You would have thought both these teams were on a three and three. You would have thought both these teams played all weekend long that the Bears played a long shootout loss on Saturday night. But no, no. Neutral zone clog-ups. Passes misfiring. Long shots that don't hit the net. Rebounds that don't get collected. One and done shots into the zone. Cycling? What the hell is that? And... (laughs) Oh my god. This game was it, it it was it was a rough watch. I mean, I'm sitting there on my phone doom scrolling with a hockey game in front of me. I'm there given the whole <sighs> look with my hand resting on my head watching up and down the ice. Lehigh did no better. Their shots are missing. Even rebounds in front are either getting swallowed up or collected by Fukali, who is playing very well. But I'm not going to lie to everyone, because you know what I did? And my my friends can attest to this. With seven minutes left in the second, it was at this point that I had enough, that I stood up at Giant Center, and I bellowed out, DO SOMETHING! For the love of God, you two teams, do something! These two teams suck! Okay, I didn't say that third one, but I'm like, my God! One of these teams are supposed to be a playoff team, and the other one sucks! Sorry, Phantoms! Sorry! I don't want to come on this podcast and destroy you without context! But, Jiminy freaking Christmas! (laughs) 
Outside of Cal O'Reilly, you have nothing. Felix Sandstrom's being left to die in his crease. And here comes Mason Morelli, just skates. Do 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 do. La 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 la. Goes around the boards. It goes up to the high point. Rister tip scores. Oh my God, they did something. Marcus Vela with the tip in front. Oh my God, we did a thing, and it's one nothing Hershey. Woo. Woo. Okay, so, all right, so this is where the Bears are going to pour it on. This is where, um, where the boys, you know, okay, we got the goal. Let's take it to them. You know, we get a power play. Nothing happens. Hell, Leah is, there's a breakaway. That's Cal O'Reilly. I've seen this movie before, and Fukali stops them. You know, Fukali's been playing a really, really good game. He's had a very solid outing. I'm sure all of you are well aware of the opportunity that is being presented to us. Because he's been playing very well. Doing very good. So, um, yeah. Yeah. So later on in the game we go. And we're down to the last three minutes. Bears still up one nothing, but the Phantoms are pressing. They're getting shots in, tipped from the point. Weird, funny bounces up in the air. Pop up in front of Fukali that gets swiped away out of the crease. Dear God. And it gets to be around two minutes. And the Phantoms have, like, like they've had a full-blown minute of in-possession time. It's one of their best stretches in the entire game. And I'm looking down at Sandstrom. We're looking at him like, he's still there? They're in the zone? They have possession? We're dragging a little bit. You might want to get to the bench there, buddy boy. But no. Uh, the coach is like, he's okay. We got this. We're fine. We got plenty of late goals before. We're fine. Uh, dude, dude, clock's running down, 140 left, out comes Felix Sandstrom, and wouldn't you know, Phantoms loop, lose possession, Scarbosa gets it, flings it down toward the empty net, with Sandstrom looking, oh god, oh no, it's into the net, Michael gets his first goal back with the Bears, 2-0 Hershey, <laughs> and that is why you are in last place. That, that shite right there, that stuff is why you're in last. And that's nothing on the Phantoms team. That's poor coaching. You had the, from about 2 minutes 30 seconds to about 120 when Scarbosa scored. The Phantoms had complete in-zone possession and were moving the puck around. Pull Sandstrom. You have an extra guy you can use. Do it. Don't don't waste time. For what? For what? But anyway, clock winds down. Good morning, good afternoon, and good night. Phantoms, Bears win it. 2 nothing. the final. Second shutout of the week. Zach Fucali becomes the first Hershey goaltender to post back-to-back-to-back shutouts. Not consecutive. Because his first shutout started all the way back in Utica on February 26th. Spent a few games at the Capitals. Came back March 8th. Got the shutout against Lehigh. And this Sunday, shutout against Lehigh. First Bears goalie in history to do that. Now, thanks to lovely Twitter as well. uh, Sammy did do back-to-back once. And I'll have to look it up on the old uh, Twitter machine here because I know it's out here somewhere. 
um, because I know Zach posted about it because there are guys who make a lot more than me who are able to do this. But okay, Um, he checked with the HLPR and the great Don Scott, who oversees the Hershey Bears record book. Um, Zach Fucali becomes the first Hershey goaltender in franchise history with three straight shutout wins. Fucali, the first goalie in franchise history with three straight shutouts. The second goalie overall in franchise history with three straight shutouts. The last guy to do this was Nick Diamore, had three in 1939-40, but one of those was a tie. There could have been a lot more to this, but thank you to Zach, friend of the podcast, of that one. And, um, yeah, uh, you could still you could say that the offense is still a little bit lacking. Maybe we're being carried by high-end goaltending right now. Maybe we are. But compared to where... And what I was talking about a week ago, I'll take three straight wins against bad teams. You betcha. But you can't help who's in front of you beat the teams you're supposed to beat. And the Bears did just that. Three straight wins will shut this hack up for about a week. For about a week. Because now, my friends, now the real game begins. Sorry, I had a Riddler Jim Carrey moment. Sorry. This... Now we'll start a really rough patch of road games for the Bears. The next three weeks, we'll only see one, I think only one home game. And that's next Wednesday against, once again, say it with me, everyone, against the Lehigh Valley Phantoms. But coming up this week for the Bears, it's an annual tradition that returns. Oh, Canada. Are something, something, something checks. Note. True. Wait. Line? Oh. True patriot. Okay, I'll stop. I'll stop with my croning. I'll stop. As the boys will travel up to the Coca-Cola Coliseum to take on the Toronto Marlies there in the Great White North. And at 7 o'clock time there. Oh. It's a 1.30 start on a Thursday. Well. Lunchtime hockey. It's been a while since we had one of those. Friday night, we traveled to Belleville, Ontario, Canada to visit Troy Mann once again. 7 o'clock start there at the CAA Arena. And then a 3 o'clock start on a Saturday against Les Raquettes de Laval at Bel Centre, home of the 2022 All-Star Game. And this year, we mean it. But like I said, uh, home game again, 23rd against the Phantoms. And then the next home game won't be until April 9th, our first Saturday home game in the span of two months. The boys will go back to the Northeast to take on the Providence Bruins and the Hartford Wolfpack. A Friday-Saturday tilt, one I would have liked to have done, but life gets in the way. The following weekend, to start April, we head back to Charlotte to take on the Checkers. And then Tuesday, the ultra-rare school day game at 10.30 in the morning. Blah! In Bridgeport. Ah! Yeah. And then Friday night against the Phantoms. Friday night hockey on the road. But a lot of that stuff, we'll deal with that when it comes. Just a very rough road stretch that I remember me and Corey talked about when we did our schedule preview. But three straight wins in a row. That will help the boys out. And again, it'll shut someone like me up. The Bears are still fifth in the division. At 570 points percentage, but put some distance between them and the Penguins, who are at 518, 
Islanders at 482 and the Phantoms at 455. Above the Bears are the Charlotte Checkers, who did not have a good weekend, um, at 579. So starting to get back within them. The Hartford Wolfpack, who did not have a good weekend themselves, at 578. Providence, who lose a pair to the Islanders. I don't know how it works either. At 608, and Springfield has regained the top of the division at 627, but still lots of hockey left to be played. Now, before we end this, as I mentioned, we had uh, jersey auctions for these St. Patrick's Day jerseys. I was not a fan of these, but jersey auctions are always fun to observe for Bears fans because, um, well, at least for me, honestly, because I like seeing these. I like seeing the amounts that people do shell out for these jerseys. And I'm not going to be one of those people who come on here and be like, eh, must be nice to have that kind of money. Well, yeah, but the money goes to good causes. So I'm not going to fault anyone. So the auction results, I'm not going over everybody's, but just a few highlights. Zach Fucali's back-to-back shutout jersey netted a cool 2600 um, Lucas, Pilon, Beck, Mickelrath, Leeson, Copley, Nardella, and Molson, Matt Molson, um, all eclipsed the 2,000 mark. The big money winner was Michael Scarbosa with $3,100. Money, money, money. Good on everyone. Um, really great to see. Really great to see that um, I'm sure... The next home game will be a show-off because, well, that's what you do when you win these jerseys auctions. You wear them to the next game to show them off. So, quite an eventful weekend for the boys. And it was good to see the boys get back in the win column and me not have to come on this podcast and be a salty, ranting mess. So, thank you to everyone for listening to this week's edition of the Grit and Barrett podcast to everyone. And we'll be back with another episode on Thursday. Not Bears-related, mind you, but something I've been wanting to do for a while. And coming soon, the Yinzer himself, the urinating tree himself, will be back on here. We will talk some NHL nonsense. Hopefully get that out sometime next week. I'm hoping to interview him this week. Great content coming. And I'm going to tell everyone, the return of Game Over is coming to the Hockey Podcast Network where we say goodbye to each and every NHL team, whether they want to or not. Hopefully that will start in April. Also, also, at the end of May, everyone, some of you will know this. Some of you do not know this, but um, I am getting married at the end of May. And at the end of May, the show will be taking a brief hiatus because I will be moving and getting married all within the span of two weeks. So I will need time to move this and get everything moved and set up in the apartment. And then, unfortunately, once we do move in, it's right into wedding week. And for all of you who are married out there, you know what that can entail. So if the content sort of drops off at the end of May, that's why. Life gets in the way, and this is one of those times where the podcast is going to have to take a back seat. But who knows, I might pre-record some episodes and throw some stuff out there so that way the content flow does not get disturbed. But rest assured, everyone, once we do hit June, there will be great content. Game over. Summer Bears will be back, and hopefully we'll have a lot of good stuff for you. But anyway, I'm rambling. Go have a great week, everyone. My name's Richard Blosser. And I'll catch you next time. And above all else, 
Go Bears! Thank you for downloading this episode of the Grit and Barrett podcast. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe on whatever podcast platform you are currently listening to. If you are listening on Apple or Google, please leave us a five-star review as it appeases our algorithm overlords. If you enjoyed this podcast, please check out the Hockey Podcast Network, where there is a podcast for each and every NHL team. We also cover the American Hockey League. They have a podcast about college hockey and all the ins and outs of the hockey world. If you wish to know more about our parent club, please check out the official Caps Chirps podcast on the Hockey Podcast Network as they cover all things Washington Capitals. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Grit and Barrett P1 on Twitter. That's at Grit and Barrett P1 on Twitter. This podcast is dedicated to the memory of Patricia Blosser, who passed away on December 5th, 2020 to dementia and COVID. The show is also dedicated to all of the Hershey Bears friends, fans, and family who lost their lives to cancer. Cancer sucks. Thank you once again for listening to the Grit and Barrett podcast, and go Bears. redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner.